We're unabashedly obsessed We've got to get it off our chest Please sit there and be quiet Hey everyone. Hello. Welcome to Unabashedly Obsessed. I'm James. I'm Aaron. On our show we like to talk about things related to pop culture. And not so pop culture. And sometimes we get a bit off track. Sometimes. Most of the time we spend our lives just seeking out that track. Yep. And when that happens, instead of just throwing that part away, Aaron saves it. In a Tupperware jar. In a Tupperware jar? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. And then every now and again, when that jar gets full, Aaron uncorks it and makes the finest preserves. I feel like we have just (laughs) we've just touched on so many different metaphors. (laughs) What eating preserves near the tracks that we have uncorked from the Tupperware? Uh huh. The Tupperware jar. Yeah, the Tupperware jar. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Tm tm tm. For instance, this (laughs) might be something that in another episode she would cut. But nope, this is the meat of the episode. This is your new content. (laughs) Sometimes I just throw stuff like that away. (laughs) <laughs> instead of putting it into an outtakes episode right but but other times it's part of the intro <laughs> so y'all are stuck with it this is what's this is uh i sat down for a this is gonna be a streamlined no bs intro you know what the problem is yeah it is 7 p.m yeah this is like three hours early for us yeah i have energy yeah vim and I'm bigger a, i'm awake yeah I haven't yawned once in the minute and 43 seconds that we've been recording. That's true. But lest we jinx ourselves, let us get to the outtakes. I'm trying really hard not to yawn because I said the word yawn and it made me need to yawn. Outtakes! Outtakes! I need to go let Doozy out. He's scratching at the door. Um, All right. Hey, Lucy, let's talk about the Daily Court update blog while Aaron is letting Doozy in. Okay. Uh, How come it looked like a ninth grader's PowerPoint presentation every single time? Um, I'm not sure I ever looked at, like, I didn't, I'm not sure I ever looked up when they're looking at it. I have trouble watching TV when I'm watching TV. I mostly listen. Okay, fair, fair, that's fair. They kept, they kept getting updates about what exactly had happened in court that day. Yeah, yeah, no, I knew that was going on, but I'm not sure I ever, like, happened to look at the screen. Because I can't picture what it looked like. It had a green border, and it was, it was the biggest font I've ever seen, so that, you know, the audience could read yeah. What was going on too? Oh but yeah, like, I remember Jessica reading it at one point, and it was just like giant letters. Yeah, it was really, really, really distractingly bad. Like the, and I think it was supposed to be like for the like the official newspaper. Like this was not just a high school blog, which it would have been fine, I guess, but still a little bit not good enough. But this is like someone's job to make that update, and it did not look great. I feel like it being for the local newspaper actually makes more sense than it was <laughs> okay, bad. Fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I guess I guess if, you know, Herb, who's been on the beat for 60 years, yeah. is now in charge of the blog, I guess maybe he'd make the font really big. I just want to make sure everyone can read it. It's in all caps. <laughs> Do I have to have to deliver this to their door? No, Herb. It goes out on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> the internet? <laughs> um, Hi. Hi. Did you have thoughts on the on the internet on the court update blog? No. Okay. Not in, not any in particular. How about the fact oh. that Hannah's parents were named Liv and Die? I mean Andy. Like oh. her mom's name was Liv and his, her dad's name was and Andy. Die. Like Liv and Die. Oh my god! Do you oh. think they did that on purpose? I hope not. I really hope not. 
<laughs> That's crazy. I never, I did not I would never that. have put that together. It's yeah. cute on iZombie when her name is Liv Moore and she's a zombie. That's fun. Live and die as your parents' names are not is not fun. Oh my gosh. Of. God, James, you're getting into all of the like very obscure, like small details. <laughs> yeah. Did Bryce play every sport? Uh, like did he, he play played... baseball, basketball, and football? Did they ever show him playing basketball? I didn't think they showed it him playing it, but he was with all the guys at the when Marcus went on a date with Hannah. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They were all the basketball team. So absolutely. So yes, he did. Absolutely, he did. Jeez. <laughs> you got you got to have them playing a sport every season, or else you won't. You'll forget their jocks. It just seems like that's like three sports that have completely different skills. Like right. I feel like most people aren't good at all three of those sports. But most people, except for Bryce, he well, happens Bryce. to be. He's very rich. <laughs> he's he's bought all the best sports skills. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So yeah, I guess he did. He did play uh, football and basketball and baseball. Um. But which which is funny because I think that that's why we didn't see that Scott guy, the guy that we all thought was Justin, because I think he was just about that baseball life, and probably was in like the school play in the fall or something. <laughs> club in the fall yeah he's he's quite well-rounded yeah. oh i i love that headcanon yeah i really do <laughs> yeah so the weird thing about david bowie when he died just to real briefly touch on it is uh so he made this <laughs> album that he released like a week before he died yeah that was all about hey yo i'm dying i'm not gonna be here for very long right but no one knew he was dying i know yeah so like when he when he died, a lot of what people were doing was sort of going, oh, like you read a review of it, uh-huh. and you can tell whether it was written before or after he died. Because right. like they were like, yeah, this is okay. It's kind of cryptic, and he's saying a lot of the stuff that I don't really understand. And then you read one from after, and it's like the prophecy that you know him telling us basically, hey, I'm going to be dying soon, right. is evident all over this album. Oh, okay. and it, and like the grades went up by like yeah you know, two or three i remember Grades. i remember all that yeah just for just for posterity david bowie is such an interesting pick for yeah so real quick you said you didn't love him in this who do you think would have been a better choice or like if they were to do a remake now i guess who I, would you cast like it depends on what i'm i, I here's my problem I didn't know what I was supposed to feel about him. Am I supposed to be a, a, afraid of it? Okay. <laughs> so Brad Pitt. But like, other than that. Oh, Brad Pitt would be a good Goblin King. Just eating Maybe, an apple? I don't know if I would. Yeah, I'm going to take your, your baby brother. He's always eating stuff. I feel like Brad Pitt circa our high school years sure like like a tyler durden era yeah of brad pitt. i don't know if a brad pitt now would be i feel like he's i mean he's still brad pitt but i feel like he's almost too old hmm. to appeal to the well he would appeal to the now grown-ups who yeah. would be going to see this movie right as a remake of the 80s cult classic i don't know that a current brad pitt would appeal to like the teenagers who would go to see this but like so David Bowie released his first single in 1969. Mm-hmm. So that was 16 years prior to 
this movie. I mean, he was probably pushing 40 when he made Labyrinth. But Brad Pitt right now is I think Brad Pitt is 10 years older than probably. Because, like, Brad Pitt's first stuff was, like, early 90s. Legends of the Fall, Thelma yeah. Louise sort of situation. Br- yeah, Brad's... And David Bowie died at 70. Um, so, but, like, am I supposed to be afraid of him? Is he a good guy? Like, sort of like a noble He's your favorite prince? kind of villain. Redeemable? He's... Uh-huh. In what way? I, in, in what? I don't understand. He's not a bad guy. Right, but he's nothing. He's not a villain. In what way is he a villain? Well, he kidnapped a baby. Because of the contract he was obligated uh, I mean, to enforce. Yeah, there's that. David Bowie was 48. Really? Yep. That makes all of my wanting the two of them to hook up even creepier because she was actually for He was old enough to be oh, her wait, father wait, multiple wait, wait. times 38. Over. My bad. My bad. 38 my bad. is better. Because of he was born in 47. So in 87, he would have been 40. So this is 85 to 38. Yep. Sorry. Okay. My bad. My bad. Yeah. 38. That's better. And Brad Pitt right now is. Sure. Absolutely. So yeah. We don't even need to look that up. Yeah. But, like, I don't think he was a villain that needed to be redeemed. Paul Rudd? No. <laughs> no. I no. want to see Paul Rudd attempt it. I, I mean, like, in terms of, like, those, like, SNL auditions, I'd love to see <laughs> Paul Rudd audition for, like, he, he'd put on his, like, like his, like, I'm Paul being Rudd serious face. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, Alan Rickman? Like, I don't know. Is he supposed to be like a villain that I'm like, oh man, that guy is so evil. Are you suggesting we cast Alan Rickman in the remake? No. I guess. I have a lot of problems with that. The instead situation. Yeah. Like in, in, in oh, 85. Oh, oh, got it. Okay. But like, I, I again, remake or no. Alan Rickman wasn't. So he's supposed he to. Had, be... He had his own charm. Right. But. So he's supposed to be sexy and scary? Skexy? No, okay. no. Well, I mean, we brought it back around, so maybe. Is he supposed to be, Is he? am I supposed to be intimidated by him? Am I supposed to just be like, oh, look at that piece of eye candy? I think. Like, what is his, I don't understand. He he was, if they'd just had, if it had just been a bunch of goblins with a baby, mm-hmm. it would have felt the same. David Bowie felt like, oops, someone messed up the CGI and didn't, didn't <laughs> goblinify <laughs> David Bowie, right. I don't know. I think you're just supposed to feel horny for him. Okay. I really think that's what it is. So, I don't know. So, I mean, if he doesn't make you Zac horny... Zac Efron, then... I guess. Yeah. I mean, that, there we I'm, go. I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so here for it. Zach. And then who would play Sarah? Anna Kendrick? I mean, no. No. <laughs> it, I mean, it, like... She would, would make a much more interesting Sarah. Sure. Um... If it would have to be an actual teenager, the, yeah. The answer well, is we, we don't, I don't know any. <laughs> exactly, I, we don't we don't know who it is because we don't know. I I, I couldn't name anyone <laughs> because their show hasn't premiered on the Disney Channel like yet. <laughs> the girl that played um, Kimmy Gibbler's daughter on Fuller House. Okay, that's I literally just I watched one episode. The of database I no... search I went through just now was kid, and that was who I came up with. Okay. That's it. That's, I mean, like, I can't, I can literally not think of a single child actor that I could, that, that would be like, like age appropriate to be like, law, look at that ball gown situation going on. Right. And like, I don't know. I think if they were to do a remake now, they would age her up. Sure. Her more like 17, 18. Barely legal. Oh, gross. <laughs> I was going to say, and then cast somebody in their mid 20s. Mm-hmm. To play Sarah. I mean, like, what was the name of the girl um, who was in um, 
Before I Fall, Leah Thompson's daughter. Hey Siri, who was the lead actress in the movie Before I Fall? Film adaptation. Chloe Grace Moretz? Oh, uh, that's a person, but it's not this person. Chloe Grace Moretz is uh, Zoe Deutsch. We are miles away. Yep. We'll get it on the next time around. Well, the Oe. Yeah. Oe Zoe. Oh, yeah. There you go. We were actually pretty close. We weren't miles away. We were just blocks away. (laughs) Right. Um, Maybe maybe someone like her, where it's like kind of like a fresh-faced sort of situation. I don't know. I don't know. By the way, um, I don't think that Jars of Clay are, are a bad band. They're, they, they're like I honestly can't. They've got some good power pop kind yeah. of rocking mid '90s stuff um, like, that sounded good when I heard it in like '98. My yeah. I got I got uh, the evangelical uh, Jars of Clay recommendation from my uncle, uh, who I'm sure that my mom was like, he's listening to all this alternative music, <laughs> and he was like, I know alternative music. He can listen to Jars of Clay. It's a Christian band. The tape that I got that he gave me had a flaw on it so there was a click all throughout the entire Ooh. album so i was like i guess this is good but like what's really this avant-garde click? yeah what's what's going on with this like thematic click throughout the whole thing and then he was like no mine doesn't do that i was like oh my tape's messed up here and i was like not into it but then like i listened to a non messed up version and i was like oh kind of like this this is nice I feel like I'm going to listen to Jars of Clay later now. Probably. <laughs> that, you know, getting a copy of a specifically a tape from a friend where their source tape had a flaw in it. And yeah. so you just learn, like when I first learned Rent, Emily Yates had made a copy. She had the tapes of Rent and she made me tape copies of them. And her tape was so old and so listened to yeah. that the end of the first. I'm trying to remember when it was. It was in, I guess it was basically the end of Act One. Right. Got like garbled. Right. No, it wasn't the end of Act, it was the end of the first side of the first tape. Okay. So it wasn't the end of Act Halfway One. Halfway through Act One. Yeah. Halfway through Act One. And so then I guess the beginning of the second half of Act One. Yeah was like weirdly garbled. And so there was a long time when I just didn't know the words <laughs> to those chunks of the songs. Yeah. And when I actually got it on CD and I was like, is that what they're saying? <laughs> like, I had no idea. Yeah. And Alice had made me a mix CD that, or a mixtape that for whatever reason had gotten garbled during, I think, Runaway Train maybe? Okay. That, so for the longest time, I just, there, there I was like- to that mix. Yeah, there was like a five second blip where- hmm. Runaway Train would just go garbled for a bit. It may not have been Runaway Train. It may have been a different song, but... Didn't we talk about that with Siamese Dream? Didn't you... Because you had, like, the, the, the Kmart version or whatever? Yeah, I had the Walmart had... version of the album, so I didn't know any of the track names. So I had to... Basically, the the, lyri- the liner notes were photos with the lyrics, and most of them had the title on it. So I had to sit there and, like, look at the pictures that were these tiny little things and be like, I think he just said that... So that makes it this song probably, and like have like an index card that was like track one. I think this one is Cherub <laughs> and Rock. Remind but me you did why... not know Silver Fox. Right. That was the because, one that you could yeah. get. Because... Is that why they didn't put any of the names? Yes. Because yeah. one of them had a swear word? Right. Uh-huh. But why they... couldn't they just not put the name of that song? Well, because I don't know. But they did have to put it in the liner notes because someone else did something, something on it production wise or music instrument wise mm. so the the name of the song was in the thing oh. and i was able to process of elimination be like oh and this one that doesn't have a thing is probably silver fuck 
Interesting. Yeah. I'm so glad I remember that from yeah. our conversation. I remember yeah. hearing you guys I, talk about that. As we talked about how we never remember what we said from, yeah. you know, 30 episodes ago. Yeah. I, I had a, um, this isn't someone recommending it to me, but I, I had a tape set up for when uh, they would do this uh, top 10 count, like listener requested top 10 countdown on our on that same radio station. Um, and I so I had a tape set up for specifically... Uh, MXPX chick magnet I wanted to get on tape um, so I had it set up and like I had a loft bed so it was like it's on quickly clamber down the loft bed mm-hmm. and hit record um, also on that tape was Our Lady Peace Superman's Dead good song excellent song uh, the never heard of it it's you, very very alternative very very I may late have 90s. heard it I have not heard of it you, you may have it, it may very have been Canadian used. yeah um, I had a so but I guess the tape got garbled or when I hit record it kind of so I think of that song as there's like do you know, do you worry that you're not liked is the first line. Hmm. Um, it like goes off key even like it's a little sort of alternatively like you know yeah, noted. Rain, but beta, like Maeda Maeda I don't know how yeah. to say his last name but he he is a weird voice. But like it it got even more screwy because something happened on the tape so it was like you're like like and I was like oh gosh so I think of that as as having that. Also, our parents have that memory, and I have the memory of some records that my parents have, like skips and jumps and stuff mm-hmm. in that, um, being like as part of the, you know, whoa, that that song completed all the way through. I'm not used to that song completing all the way through. It should, yeah. I should have to go move the needle a little bit. When yeah. Guster's Keep It Together came out, uh, the very first CDs, for some reason, had like this weird digital garbage sound. Oh, no. In, in it, but... That has become like so ingrained, like because it's not overpowering. It's just like this little noise in the background, like almost like a cell phone, you know, making a noise okay. on a recording, but not that for the whole album. No, 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 just like in a couple of songs oh, okay. in a very specific place. So in Weird. my mind, like that's just a very yeah. specific production point, yeah, <laughs> production choice that they made. Absolutely, because I never got the actual, like I never got the corrected copy. <laughs> um, so now when I listen to a version that's not that, I'm like, oh, it's weird. It doesn't have that little noise right there. Yeah, my that's uh, strange. My Red album, uh, the Beatles Red album, um, has I listened to it so much that I wore away the top, like the the you know the top layer. So. There, I would reach a point on one side where the opposite sides would play oh, backwards. Weird. Yeah, it was it was a very strange and dreamlike. That is, yeah, trippy. And you know, with the Beatles, it feels almost appropriate for that to have happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but now, like, wait, was the red one the later or the earlier? The earlier. Okay. Yeah. So, not, so it wouldn't have been psychedelic. Right. Yet. Exactly. I, I didn't. I didn't luck into Revolution Nine having, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it was definitely like this. Sounds like that song but played backwards and yeah and you know they'd have some cool thing that i'd be like that's i think that's yellow submarine but backwards weird it was a very strange thing yeah well you know yellow submarine backwards i feel like is appropriately psychedelic probably yeah yellow yellow submarine frontwards is a little psychedelic my my first experience with yellow submarine was i went over to mariah's house uh-huh. and they would do like mo- like family movie nights and so i went over to spend the night one night no they were watching yellow submarine no. i had heard beatles songs because oldies 100 right but didn't know who the beatles were right and That's so crazy. we're sitting there and i'm and i'm probably nine and I'm sitting there and I'm like, Mark, what the fuck are we watching? <laughs> like last week we watched newsies what is this garbage and she's like it's Yellow Submarine. It's nowhere, man. Like, 
Why are you not enjoying what this? What a classic, yeah. And like I had nightmares that night because that movie is weird. Yeah. I guess nine. Yeah, nine I didn't know the Beatles very well. It was I knew I knew of the Beatles. Right. And and like I mean, to this day I can't I don't like any of the songs that were in that movie. Interesting. Interesting. Jinx. <laughs> I think you owe him a Coke now. All right, I'll get one out of the fridge later. Okay. <laughs> My wife says that I owe her a hooker when we do that. Well I owe her a lot of hookers. I mean you can owe him a hooker. I'm I am not here to pass judgment. Do you have any in your freezer? I don't think so. But I don't know. I haven't cleaned the freezer out in a I while. Mean, I don't know what's look. in there. This sounds like a plot point from Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Pretty Big Liars, where they make a wish on the Zoltar so that they can solve the murder. Of the hooker who was a child? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. No, that got weird. That wasn't... I didn't think about that one before I said it. (laughs) Speaking of Jodie Foster. Yes. Yes. Oh, no, no. The hooker that was a child. (laughs) Oh, okay. Because she was was in in a taxi. Taxi driver. Oh, you were looking at your iPad at the time, and so I thought maybe... Taxi driver, not taxi. In the the TV show Taxi, she was not a child (laughs) prostitute. True. Yeah, taxi driver. She was a child prostitute. I've never seen Taxi, so I don't know. It's pretty good. It's for Lloyd, Danny DeVito. Yeah. I've never seen it either. Kaniki from Greece. Oh, oh, okay. Jeff. Goldblum. Goldblum. Not Goldblum. (laughs) (laughs) That's where my brain went, and I was like, no, one of the other ones. Foxworthy. No, not him either. What What was the name of the guy who played Kaniki? Uh, Jeff. I want to say Woodhouse. I don't know if that's even a person. I believe it was Jeff uh, Woodhouse. <laughs> I hate you. No, I don't. Also, um, also uh, Andy Kaufman, your favorite, mm. and also Mary Lou Henner. I do like Mary Lou Henner. Jeff Conaway. Yes. I w- I had one of the names right. I I only know Mary Lou Henner from Noises Off and that episode of Mabim Bam, where she said that Ursula is the scariest creature in the sea. Which is not inaccurate. It's not inaccurate. She is a humanoid octopus thing, and she's terrifying. You know, fun fact, Jeff Conaway. Cephalopods freak me out. Jeff Conaway, yes. His parents Uh changed his name from Jeff Woodhouse. I'm not even a little bit sorry that I was talking to Bill while you were trying to make that joke. (laughs) Also, Tony Danza. Joke. Tony, it was Tony Danza's first first role. Joke. He was a boxer uptown, and they're like, hey, you want to be on this show Taxi? And he was like, yeah, I guess I'll be the boss. And they're like, hey, wait a sec. What else do you have in your notes? Uh, <laughs> they really should have like a hue of a poster if it's a well-known comedian that's doing kind of a more serious turn. Because uh-huh. like Jim Carrey. Yep. Steve Carell. Adam Sandler did a couple I, I that were Netflix- not... That were not comedies, yeah. Right? There's a Netflix one, uh, the Myers something something something. Briggs test. No. Oh. Meyer Dorf Chronicles was something. It's it's some big like extravagant title. Sure. That I listened to a New Yorker Radio Hour podcast about, and it okay. sounds really good in that cast. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler's oh. in it, but like, okay. Because Adam Sandler made this deal with Netflix for like eight movies or whatever. Oh. Okay. And apparently. He, like, that can be whatever. Because, like, he's in, like, silly, dumb stuff, like right. old school Adam Sandler. Yeah. But he's also in, like, this. Interesting. Yeah. Um, huh. Yeah. But I, I think that if, if a movie is going to have a classically fam- funny actor doing a serious turn, it should be, like, like make right. sure that there's well prominently teal on the poster. Or at the very least, the trailers need to say Steve Carell in his first serious role right. since becoming famous as Michael Scott on The Office. Yeah. Yeah, like that. That would have been nice. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Or the teal thing, but yeah. they need to publicize that a lot because otherwise no. you'd just be like, why are all these movies, why are all these posters teal? <laughs> yeah. 
You'd have to ban Teal from all other posters. Exactly. Have you looked into his career? No. I don't even know the actor's name. I feel really bad about it. It's Gaten something. G-A-T-E-N something. Okay. Before Stranger Things had a Broadway career. Okay. And I can he see was that. in Les Mis, I okay. believe. Sure. He's like he's probably coming into Stranger Things, besides Winona Ryder, the biggest name in that in that. I, but, tr- but all on all on Broadway. Yeah. That's I bet true. Stephen King watched this movie and was just like, Oh, come on. <laughs> yes. You come to the king for this kind yes. of thing. Right? <laughs> I could have written this so much better. He could have written this so, like, man, it would have been dark. Now and then you die. It would have been so good. (laughs) Yeah, I guess we can, I guess we can wrap up unless. Or do you guys continue talking about Matthew McConaughey? (laughs) Or Matthew McConaughey (laughs) t-shirt. One or the other. I mean, it's true. He does tend to walk around shirtless just a lot. He's earned it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, he's just. I, mean, he's I feel like really he's. I feel like he's it, just but... a grown up. This is like, like I know you were saying that Mitchell Goosens is a real caricature of a California person, <laughs> yeah. but that's. I mean, that's Matthew McConaughey. Basically, yeah. he earned it and then he spent it and now he owes it. I think that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. 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 At this point, he's like, it's been too long. I can't tell anybody. I don't know where I put my shirt. <laughs> if I just asked right away, it wouldn't be weird. But now it's I weird. I waited too long. It's been 15 years. The statute look silly. has passed. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a lot of claps. <laughs> you don't need to clap. because uh, You can if you want to, but you don't have to. Look at how sad he looks, though. Do you want to do the... How about you do the clap instead of me? No. Because it'll show up on both... On, no, do it. I, I can't clap. My arms just broke. <laughs> right. I have the clap. Oh, well. well. <laughs> and you're, we're definitely recording? Unabashed obsessed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'll join that podcast. I will in a heartbeat. Because right. obviously Aaron has quit that podcast. <laughs> All right. Uh, start over. The thing is, I feel like I could do that podcast, but I'm not sure that that would be the best one for you and I to co-host. I I think we'd both hang in there and not enjoy. I think there's it, no way to there's end no that way sentence. to end that sentence. <laughs> if if your platonic friendship is strong enough, it can make it through unabashedly obsexed. Hey everyone. Oh, are we starting like that? <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs> do I do something? No, I just didn't know if we were, like, starting, starting. Okay. Usually I feel like we end up talking for about 12 and a half minutes before we actually start with, hey, everyone. Yeah, we already did that. Oh, well, that's true. I guess usually it's on the recording, so I have to go through 12 (laughs) minutes of audio. Shall we? We shall. All right. I was trying to do a thing there, and you just no-butted me. Sorry. What did you say? (laughs) I said, which is Nicolas Cage. Right, right, right. Nicolas Cage was, of course, the first cast as dame maggie smith's role uh-huh but he had to leave to do national treasure yes and <laughs> the, the timeline of that isn't bothering me at all <laughs> so what is fairy tale theater oh fairy tale theater this is this is a throwback to my childhood <laughs> there was this series of videos that were just like short 30 minute movies of different fairy tales so like there was one that was the little mermaid that had pam dauber from work and mindy oh wow um there was the 12 dancing princesses who was in that i don't know shelly duvall was like the narrator Uh uh-huh 
So again, like my my what? Why are you laughing at just, me? Just I'm like seventies and eighties sitcom stars in this other thing. Yeah. So my <laughs> like when you say Shelley Duvall, I immediately picture fairy tale theater first and foremost. That's so funny. It's uh, you can find them at the library. If you that go makes to the sense. yeah, you can like get them on DVD. I tried to get the Twelve Dancing Princesses for my kids to watch. They were not having it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they really like that book. Yeah. But they did not want to watch the old movie from when mom was our age. I don't know that story. Oh, it's uh, 12 princesses who dance. They're under some kind of yes. a spell where every night they go into like this. There's like a trap door or something that opens up in their room. And they go into this like magical fairy world and they dance all night. And then they come back and they put their shoes outside the door worn through. Right. And mm-hmm. so. And they're always tired. And they're always tired. And in the book version that we have, I don't remember. It's got to be in the story itself. Um, yeah. The king is like, Ed, tons and tons of rewards to whoever figures out what's going on with my super sleepy kids and their busted shoes. Uh. <laughs> and the cobbler in the book that we have, at least, is in love with one of the daughters. Sure. And the he like, fo- like follows them. Like he go- he go- kind of goes to the room and like listens at the door to see, you know, what like what's going on. And he hears them like moving around in there and then all of a sudden like the sound stops yeah and so he cracks the door and sees the last of them going through this door and so he follows them into this magical world and ends up like breaking the spell with a kiss or whatever sure but, like yeah. you do like you. although in the version we have it says that he was too much of a gentleman to be able to bring himself to kiss her right on um so he just kisses her on the hand instead cool he's like i know how to, to break this spell but i don't want to be a creeper and kiss her without consent all and right I really like yeah that. yeah that's nice. Consent is the best magic. It yeah. is. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. I, I'm like, I, that, <laughs> like it's a it's a good story. I, I feel like I I know that, but like yeah. I feel like it's Rumpelstiltskin meets the elves that fix the shoes meets Cinderella meets yeah Labyrinth. It was. Yeah. Do they I don't like? The do they like? Are I feel their like feet it wasn't like grim, torn I feel up? Like it's too. Heavy. Yeah, it's too. Yeah. <laughs> in what way is it gruesome? Like. They come back and like their shoes are ruined and also their feet are bloody stubs. No, but I do, the version of the Little Mermaid that Fairy Tale Theater did was the original, the original Hans Christian Andersen one, where like every step she takes feels like she's walking on knives. Right. And then at the end, she flings herself into the ocean and dies. Right. Happy mm-hmm. ending. It's a good the one. The end. Fun fact about uh, Mount Olympus University: I briefly flirted with the idea of having it be fairy tale based, but I always felt like that was too predictable <laughs> oh see i would listen to that too what my absolute favorite trope in the entire world is fairy tale changed up just a bit well they they do make a an appearance the the titan uh the mount olympus university titans are the sports team and their rivals are the uh grim anderson big bad wolves i love it nice so that's <laughs> that was my my throw to that there you go idea that i had yeah and then do the spinoff podcast I know. There we go. I'll be working for years. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yes. But yeah. So yeah. I, I used to get a big kick out of like wandering the beach and pointing out all the dead mermaids. Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> Every spot of sea foam. This right. is a dead mermaid. Right. Yeah. Mom, look at all the corpses. I'm, I'm pretty sure that at one point my mom had to have a talk with me about what is and is not appropriate to scream out on the beach with a bunch of other children around. I found another body. <laughs> <laughs> That I I watched 
a lot of Star Wars growing up. And so. I've never seen one all the way through. <laughs> <gasps> I've tried. It's not my thing. Oh. Just never, I, never I, grabbed I, that's me. Fair. It never grabbed me. I've never me. seen a... I've I've only seen like one full Lord of the Rings, so uh. <laughs> I have seen all of those mostly because my parents kept talking me into going to see that. Like I saw them all in the theaters, and my parents kept talking me into going with them. Why I agreed after sitting through the first one and realizing it was not my thing. <laughs> well, no, I know why I agreed. Orlando Bloom, Bloom right? Yeah. yeah, sure, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, why not? Um. Yeah, it definitely, I feel like the Lord of the Rings movies for me were also, I guess we're going to the movies, what's out? Lord of the Rings? Yeah, all right. Yeah, I think there was an element <laughs> of that as well. I, 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 the books were so excellently divided in terms of like when the book ended, uh-huh. and they messed with that in the movies. Oh. Mm. Um, Two Towers has the best ending of maybe any, best cliffhanger of maybe any book I've ever read. Okay. It ends, Frodo has just been like you think he's dead because this big huge spider just came out of nowhere and like that was like in the middle of the movie right yeah the last okay one. so well yeah and i think two towers ends like well let's go i hope everything's okay credits yeah, yeah. two towers the book ends like hey maybe he's dead <laughs> okay yeah hi hi so those were those outtakes. I don't even remember what all's in there. I know that there's some stuff from August. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess all that's left is uh, social media. Uh-huh. We have a Facebook group. It is called Unabashedly Obsessed with Unabashedly Obsessed. And you should join it because it's fun. We have lots of fun there. Yeah. We currently have 77 people. 77? That's almost 78. Uh huh. <laughs> your your math your math is just blowing by me. I, I just uh, I can't I can't even keep up. Yep. Um. We have a Twitter. We do. It is at UFO Podcast. You decide what the F stands for tonight. The F stands for Fig Newtons. Fig Newtons. You nailed it. <laughs> yes. Nailed it in one. I got it in one. By the way, I, I always liked the flavored Fig Newtons, but I uh, but the but um original Fig Newtons were, were make me most nostalgic. Yeah, raspberry Fig Newtons are real good. Yeah, all other Fig Newtons can go out, away from me. Um, I don't like them. I agree. I agree. The s- strawberry were okay. I don't think I, I think I've only had regular and raspberry. But regular, like I said, is like is like the most nostalgic time machine for me like there's a nostalgia factor but it's a nostalgia factor that makes me gag oh okay yeah i, I get never that. it's like i don't have a problem with fig like fig jam uh-huh is your jam my jam with some brie oh some dang bread all right it's real good we should try that in, uh-huh. in some in, in some aspect that yeah. sounds really good it's real good but a fig newton is just like dry like it just mm-hmm. sucks all of the moisture out of my mouth and makes me pray for death. Okay. All right. Um, maybe a tad melodramatic. Maybe only only a little bit. Just like the tiniest bit. Um it's, it's weird because I'm so awake. Raspberry fig newtons don't do that. Like it's it it has to be a property of the fig yeah. that pulls that that moisture because I agree the cake on a uh fr- they're not cookies they're fruit and cake. Uh that is bullshit. That is not cake. Advertising. Um, that that was a slogan for Fig Newtons. Oh no, I know. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And every single time it came on the television, you're like, seven, lies. Seven year old Aaron said that is bullshit. That's a lie. Right. I d- I am pretty sure that I did yell out, "It's not cake." 
I mean, that sounds like something I would do. Do you know how in England things aren't things that, that we call things? Like how biscuits are cookies? And chips are fries? And fries are, no. Fries are, fries are, fries chips, are chips and chips are crisps. Chips are crisps, crisps and yeah. crisps are tea somehow. I'm not really sure. Crisps are yeah, tea? Yeah, fancy a cup of crisps, they always say. Uh-huh, yeah, they do say that a lot in England. By which they mean tea. Right. They definitely don't call tea tea. No, that'd be crazy. <laughs> um. All right, this has been silly. Remember earlier when we were talking about tangents? Yeah. Uh, we have individual Twitters. Uh, I am at Unabashed James. I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. Go, we, che- go check us out. Today I rescued a dog and I put a picture of him up. I haven't, I haven't gone and looked at that picture yet. He's I need to go cute. look. He's like a black lab mix. Cool. His, his name was Leroy. Awesome. I would call him Leroy. Leroy? Yeah. The king. Mm-hmm. Is that where the name Leroy came from? Probably. I bet the French, just like every French person just like rolls over in their grave every time the word Leroy is spoken. Even the alive French all people. French, all French people sleep in graves. Everyone mm-hmm. knows that. Yeah. That's why they're so gothic. <laughs> and why they hate preps. Right. Oh, God. Preps. Le preps, they call them. I kind of want to go back and re-experience my immortal for the first time again. Immortal There's, n- there's no way to do that. Read it in French. It'd be just as understandable, probably. This is true. <laughs> This is true because most of those words weren't English. Le preps, le gothic, <laughs> chemical romance, de moi. I mean, you basically just helped me re-experience <laughs> my immortal for the first time. And how how was that experience? About as good as the first time. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, we have a Patreon. We sure do. We we if you want more content from us, come join our Patreon. <laughs> Give. <laughs> Yeah, if you want more content like this... Would you like to pay us for stuff like this? Throw some money at us, and we will give you more of this good, good content. The more money you give us, the more content... No, wait, don't leave, don't leave. <laughs> Come back. Come back. If we'll you pay would, you. If no, you would like to give lie. us money... No, we won't, we won't pay you. We won't if pay you would you. like to give us money but not get more content, we also have a Cafe Press store. We sure do. You can put our cartoon faces on shit. Yeah. I mean... Not literal shit. Well, I mean, we, you. I, mean, I don't think I don't think Cafe probably not. press traffic in to, that. That'd be like an Etsy. But thing. you could like get a sticker. Yeah. And put it on some shit if you really wanted to. I, if you wanted to, I guess. It'd be a waste well, of a perfectly good sticker. Yeah. But I mean, it's not it's, my yeah. money. Yeah, I mean, it's a free country. That's what you want to do with your sticker. <laughs> yep. We are also <laughs> on a. <laughs> we are also on a new podcast called Kids on Bikes. Yes, where. Every time we do something like what we've been doing for the past five minutes, our GM makes the exasperated face. Makes the exasperated face. And that's 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 the secret, not so secret goal. Yeah. So far, James, I think, has more of, like, James's the face tally is higher than all the rest of us put together. But I've got one or two in there. I think you're, I think you're second. I might be. I think you're second. It's because I feed off of you yeah. <laughs> in a way exactly. that the others don't yet. Exactly. It's this. Yet. Yet. You hear that, Daniel? Yeah. yeah. Yet. Look forward to that. <laughs> um, I'm like a cancer. Okay. <laughs> oh. In that I was born in July. But what? like a fun kind. Yeah. I was born in July. Like yeah. a crabby kind. Yeah. This is, hold on. Is that going in each different kind of thing? No, probably not. Well, considering that I upload our episodes in mono, no. Dang it. All right. And also, your your track is one track. Join our $25 Patreon fee and we'll release all the episodes in stereo. 
3D stereo. That is a lie. We will not do that. Okay. I have not saved all of the Audacity files for all of those. So unless there's a way to convert an MP3 to stereo, James is assuring me that there is and that he will follow through on this promise of join our $25 level Patreon and he will make sure that all of our episodes, including the ones that have already been released, will be released in stereo. Oops, I I have to go out and and buy cigarettes. (laughs) You don't even smoke. (laughs) Any excuse. (laughs) That's my car. Sound. That's your car. That's um, the sound James's car makes. Yeah. I'm getting it. The neighbors have complained a lot when you've uh-huh. left in, at like, you know, one in the morning yeah. after recording. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, kids on bikes uh, at kids underscore bikes. <laughs> I had completely forgotten what we were talking about. The first episode came out on Friday, uh, which to you, future listeners, listeners from the future, the distant future in a couple days, uh, was last Friday. Mm-hmm. And the next episode will come out next Friday. Yes. And it's going to be great. Yes. And then then the release schedule is the 15th and the last day of the month, regardless of what day of the week it is. So, um, I think that's it. Thank you to Jamie Shaheen for our theme song. Did you guys know there was a ladder down here? And thank you also to Emily Cardamus. Where where can we find Jamie? I don't know. He's, I think he lives in Atlanta. Atlanta? I thought he was in like Boston. Oh. Is he in Tacoma? Yep. Okay. Definitely. Tacoma's the place he calls Homa. But you can also find him locally, unless you're in Tacoma, on YouTube with his band, A Silent Few. Wow. Tacoma local band, A Silent Few, I'm assuming. Thank you also to Emily Cardamus for our excellent logo art. You can find Emily on Twitter at Corrupted Gem and on Tumblr at artfulhypothesis.tumblr.com. And I'm pretty sure if you just type her name into iTunes... Like 57 podcasts pop up. I think that's true. It's like if you type Travis McElroy's name into iTunes, your phone explodes. Mm -hmm. This is like that, but, you know, less Bernie. Right. Also, PSA, don't type Travis's name into your iTunes search. For the love of God, don't do it. (laughs) Don't do it. Your phone will explode, and then you'll have no phone on which to listen to the Travis McElroy podcast. And the most recent Apple user agreement does not cover... It doesn't. It really Travis-related phone destruction. It should, though. TRD... T-R-P-D. Trapped. Tripped. Okay. Oh, trapped is good. They're both good. Tripped. Tropped. Mm. Troped? Troped. (laughs) I like it. It's better than tropped. Triped? (laughs) Trooped. Is tropped bad? I don't know. It's sound like dropped or plopped. Okay. Well, I mean... I mean... I guess it's not inappropriate. Your, your phone exploded, so yeah. it's not a good thing. So pieces of your hand are tropping all over the place. No. How? <laughs> all right. Don't type Travis's name <laughs> in the search bar. Uh, so this has been an outtakes episode. It sure has. Just wh- wide off the rails outtakes from us to you. Happy holidays, everyone. Yep. I'm James. I'm Aaron. Smoking kills. And so do pennies. And typing Travis McElroy's name into the search bar on iTunes in your phone. Oh, you just scared my dog. Well, you shouldn't have mentioned typing Travis's name. <laughs> I shouldn't have. You're right. That was my fault. I'm sorry, Tori. <laughs>